Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. We are continuing to talk about Psalm 64, all the enemies that you have. You have a lot. All week long. Of enemies. Enemies and their arrows. I didn't, I did not realize how enemied you were. And, uh, and how cool it is, all the arrows and all the arrow talk. <laughs> you love the arrows. I do. I finally something here that I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Arrows, 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 cool. arrows. Okay, so yesterday we talked about leaving vengeance to God. And so for us today, I think it'd be really good. It's, we, we've commented on the last verse, exult, glory, uh, praise. I'd like to dig into that one a little bit today. So why don't you read it for us? What are you reading from? Very good. I'm reading from the New Century Version today, Psalm 64. For the director of music, a song of David. God, listen to my complaint. I am afraid of my enemies. Protect my life from them. Hide me from those wicked people, from that gang who does evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They shoot bitter words like arrows. They hide and shoot at innocent people. They shoot suddenly and are not afraid. They encourage each other to do wrong. They talk about setting traps. They think no one will see them. They plan wicked things and say, we have a perfect plan. The mind of man is hard to understand. But God will shoot them with arrows. They will suddenly be struck down. Their own words will be used against them. All who see them will shake their heads. Then everyone will fear God. They will tell what God has done. They will learn from what he has done. Good people will be happy in the Lord. They will find protection in him. Let everyone who is honest praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that's gangs in this one also. It is. It's gangs. I went back. In the ESV, it's throngs. throngs. The throng of evildoers. See, to me, that sounds like a ton of people, like yeah. a multitude of people. But a gang, yeah, a gang of evildoers. So right here at the end, let the righteous one, ESV says, let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. That was our yeah. word there. This one said, good people. Good people. Good people. They'll be happy in the Lord. So here's the interesting thing to me. We're here at the end of the verse, and we know a lot of Psalms, even as they get dark and sometimes even despairing, can end in a place of faith and in a place of great praise. Yes. And this one does that, which can leave the idea that David is talking about how he knows it's going to end. I know it's going to end okay, and so I know I'm going to get back to a place of rejoicing and praise. But actually, as I read this last verse, I notice it says, let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. That sounds to me like David is not saying, yeah, it stinks right now. I've got all these enemies. I'm going to be doing all this complaining, but I know where it's going to end. I'm going to rejoice because the refuge part is what you do while you're facing the enemies. Yeah. Like the NCV, it said they will find protection in him. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the New King James just says and trust in him. It seems to me that this is not advice for where it's going to end up. It's advice for while you're in the middle of it, mm -hmm. yeah, while you're so. in the, while while the enemies, whatever kind of enemies they are, and again, I know you have a plethora. Uh, while these enemies are coming against you, Andrew, just because I'm paranoid. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they're not talking about me. That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. While these plethora of enemies are taking aim, and, and David is offering a complaint, but at the same time, what he's saying is, okay, I will bring my complaint, I'll bring my lament, but at the same time, I'm going to rejoice as I take refuge in the uh -huh, Lord. Uh -huh. it's, the rejoicing is not 
it's not complain today, rejoice tomorrow. It's I'm going to rejoice while I'm taking refuge in the face of these enemies. What I like about the idea of finding safety in the Lord here is just to remember in this psalm, he's the archer. He's the one with the arrows and he's the one that's going to shoot back. So get with him, get behind him, yeah. let him do his thing. Yes, 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 yes. In my head, you know, it's it's interesting or... How do I want to say this? All right. So as I'm listening to this idea about taking refuge, it's kind of like walking through the Psalms. Okay. Do you have enemies? Take refuge in the Lord. Are they taking aim at you? Take refuge in the Lord. Are they attacking you? Take refuge in the Lord. Do you fear them? Take refuge in the Lord. But in this verse, it's also saying that the rejoice part is also all at that same time. Do you have enemies? Well, rejoice in the Lord. Are they taking aim at you? Well, while they're doing that, rejoice in the Lord. Are they attacking you? Well, rejoice in the Lord. All of that is, is happening at the same time. And that can only happen when I really have faith in God as refuge and protector. Really believe in God. Yeah. 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 It takes that. It takes that kind of faith. I, I love this picture that you just set up here. This is. I'm letting it finally kind of wash over me here. <laughs> this picture of here's God as the 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 great archer, and I'm going to be behind him. Yeah. You know, he's he's Legolas. He's Hawkeye. He's and far better. <laughs> exactly. And so you know what? As the battle is raging, I can take refuge behind him, and I can rejoice because I know he's got it covered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It uh, puts me in mind of some teaching in the New Testament for Christians, because it, it sure can be hard to rejo- rejoice when we are fretting and when we are anxious, when there is stress and anxiety because of our enemies. Mm. I mean, even as it's set up here in the psalm, these enemies think an awful lot of their plans. Oh, they these, do. These enemies, they have a perfect plan. Mm. It's shrewd. It's inescapable. Well, And they're pulling it off by the arrows of their words. And aren't there times when their attacks are coming at us that we can start to think, hey, they've got a really good plan. Yes, that's <laughs> I, right. I don't think I'm going to survive this. I walked into this one. Yeah. So Okay, so share with me what you got here. Well, from Philippians chapter 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to all men. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And to me, there's just some echoes of what we're reading here in Psalm 64. How are we going to use our words? How are we going to use our arrows? Well, Psalm 64 ends with exultation, with praise. Let your praise be to God. Or rejoicing, rejoicing in the Lord and always rejoicing. Um, We were talking about using our language in connection with those enemies and how we would respond to them. And we said, well, we're taught to love our enemies. We're supposed to bless them. We're supposed to even pray for them. And here he talks about uh, prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, in all of these trials, stresses, and in the anxiousness. And so, you know, I, I just think this echoes, goes right hand in hand with what we're reading in Psalm 64 with the imagery of our arrows. One of those words in Philippians always stands out to me, and I believe yours, the New King James there, said gentleness. In the ESV, I believe it says reasonableness. And it's, yeah, it could th- be graciousness or forbearance. This this word that's translated here, and I, I don't remember the Greek word, but I do recall that the concept is a willingness to yield, a willingness to say, it doesn't have to be all my way, a willingness to say, I will let it be your way. I don't, I don't have to fight for my right. 
I don't have to fight for my way and my benefit and my blessing. I am willing to yield. And that reminds me of what we talked about yesterday, which, look, I'm going to give this over to God. God's going to do what's right with this. Yep, yep, I'm yep. going to serve him. I'm going to obey him. And and he'll take care of this. And if what if what needs to happen with this other person is vengeance and judgment, God will do that. And he'll get it right. Mm-hmm. If what needs to happen with this other person is forgiveness, God will do that, and God will get it right, and it'll be right for them, and it'll be right for me. And in the end, it's gonna it's going to work for my good because I love Him, and for all those who love Him, it will work for their good as well. So I can trust, I can yield because I know God has my back. Amen. I know that God is the the archer who knows when to fire. And I, I think that's probably the hardest thing is that in the midst of facing enemies, mm-hmm. the reason why I struggle to rejoice is because I want something done about it right now. Yeah. I want it done right now. Don't wait. You need to deal with them right now. But God God knows what to do with them, and he knows when to do it with them. And that's what allows me—that's what should allow me to be reasonable, gentle, willing to yield. Forbear, I think was the other term you said, that, uh, and, and yeah. have the grace. right. I appreciate that. And what's challenging about it is sometimes we are not sometimes, but we need to rejoice. And even at times when we don't feel like it, yeah, that uh, my joy and exaltation of God is not dependent upon my feelings. Mm. Uh, but this is something that that is genuine and right and true and to be offered to God. I've been studying over the last couple of years thinking in terms of the fruit of the Spirit and seeds that we need to plant. I, I, I've i often pointed out that in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, those love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that's the Spirit's fruit. Sure. It's what the Spirit grows in me. I yes. don't just grow that in me. Correct. He's going to grow that. Yes. But in chapter 6, it does talk about the fact that I need to sow to the Spirit. Yes, it does. And so there are seeds that I sow that the Spirit will grow. I can't just grow the fruit, but I must sow the seeds. Mm-hmm. If I don't sow the seeds, the Spirit will will not grow the fruit. So I'm setting up that picture to get back to the point you made about rejoicing, because as I was studying joy, as I was looking at that, and, and I struggle with joy. So it was, it was a, it was you a good do. study for me. <laughs> I wish you'd turn that frown upside down. I, I've struggled with joy in my days. And so that was a really good study for me. And one of the things I came across was, well, you know what? One of the seeds for joy is rejoicing. And that seemed counterintuitive. Uh-huh. Because you would think that joy is the seed for rejoicing, that if I have joy, if I have the emotion, if I have the attitude, it comes out, the right? action will come out. What what I found from the word of God is that very often I need to take that action. I need to take the action Rejoice. of rejoicing and it will and the spirit will use that seed and grow actual joy. Now that is powerful. And and so I, I mean, I'm so glad and I'm sorry it took me so long to set the stage for that point. But but I, I'm so glad you've brought this idea up that sometimes I need to rejoice even though I don't feel like rejoicing right now. Well, and and, and what put me to thinking in the, along those lines is the word always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Yeah. Well, there's days you don't feel it. And in case you didn't get it, let me say this again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rejoice. Again, <laughs> I will say rejoice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's from the letter to the Philippians? Uh-huh. And where was Paul when he wrote that letter? Well, he was imprisoned, wasn't he? I got to tell you, I think I would find it hard to rejoice 
chained to a Roman soldier. Yeah, I think it would test test the moodiness for sure. So for Paul to say that in that situation, I think that provides some... I mean, I understand this is Holy Spirit inspired, but he's working through the instrument Paul, and he's not making Paul say things Paul doesn't want to say. Paul Paul is... imprisoned he is under arrest if i understand it right kind of a house arrest but he's chained to this room he's not getting to be free he's not getting to go out and teach the gospel across the land as he has been and yet even in that state he's going to say rejoice in the lord always always and again i will say rejoice here he is he's the prisoner of the lord at this time still telling us rejoice rejoice in the lord so we said there's times when we're just not feeling it uh, and maybe that's because we perceive the enemies are winning. Mm. They've actually hurt us. And, and you know, words do hurt. Yeah, they They're do. more like arrows. Than, yeah. Or words that are hatching greater schemes and traps. And, you know, we, we feel shocked. Mm. We are surprised. Um, and, and so, again, these are things that influence that mind or heart that we may not feel like rejoicing today, but we need to... Rejoice today. I do think the Psalms demonstrate to us there is time to lament. Even here, it starts with, I'm going to voice my complaint. Yeah. And I think that it is right. I think we should have songs. I'm going to get somewhere on this. I think it's right for us to have songs that we sing in our congregational assemblies that, that are laments. I think probably we need more of those. But what? But the other thing I'm coming across here, I've always been a little bit bothered that we're just going to sing, I'm happy today, I'm happy today, when I realize, well, sometimes, I, I bet not everybody in here is happy. But one of the things I'm getting out of this is maybe even though I'm not happy, it's okay to say, I'm going to be happy. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm rejoicing. There's some rejoicing, right? Planting the seed. Yeah, I think yeah. planting the seed. Again, not, not trying to say that we should, you know, that, that we have to always just put a smile on and we're never allowed to have the lament and the, the honesty about those feelings too. But there's the time in those to go ahead and bring that rejoicing yeah. to God. No, that's that's a beautiful thing uh, when you think about it, that where does this psalm begin? I have a complaint. Where I have a meditation. Where does it end? I'm exulting. I'm yeah. praising God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think great stuff here. Let's spend a little moment rejoicing. Holy God, we rejoice in you. You are our great God. You, you do take care of our enemies. You do respond to them. And Lord, you know the right thing to do. And I'm so thankful that you will take care of that and that I don't have to because, because in my finite ignorance, I don't know how to respond. I don't know when what is needed is judgment and vengeance versus grace and mercy, but you know perfectly about all of that. And so Andrew and I are standing behind you. We know that you will take aim with your arrows when it's necessary. And so we're waiting on you. And Lord, we rejoice in you because you are our refuge. We are standing on top of you as our rock that is higher than we are. And we rejoice in your power in your grace, in your righteousness, your upright holiness. We rejoice that you are going to do the right thing in every situation and every circumstance. You're going to do the right thing with us. You're going to do the right thing with our friends. You're going to do the right thing with our enemies. And Lord, we pray you help us to be more and more like you in all of that. It's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.